Perfect. Welcome to Favorite Purpose. I am your host, Jamel Deal, and if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang, and I hope and pray that you return. To my returning FWP gang family, I'm back with episode 23, Human Anger Does Not Produce Righteousness. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. Hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. Now let's get to it. We had some good discussions in the book of Philippians, and in this series we are talking about the book of James. James was focused on godly behavior and much like Proverbs, this book is a call to action. I created Favorite Purpose to allow us to take each message and apply them to our own life to live a life more like Christ every day. Now, after reading James chapter 1, verse 19 through 27, you know it was time to discuss it with you guys again, uh, FDP family. I had to go ahead and get into the scripture, and so it started off by saying, My dear brothers and sisters, Take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein, on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. This is how it is supposed to be. You will hear that all the time about certain things in certain situations. The believers are supposed to behave a certain way, and the non-believers have their own way of behaving. God allowed us to have choices, and he makes the final decision on everything we do. Would it be an election time and seeing all kind of division going on right now based on which party you like and all that? Uh, you know, it kind of helped me bring this episode to life. And um, I am, I'm not big on politics, but I do know that there are believers and non-believers in each party. Right. On each side, I understand that there are believers and non-believers. And let's just get away from the parties right now. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to worry about me making this about politics. But I do want to make this about, you know, how we can do what God desires. Now, scratch the politics. We're talking about what God desires. OK. In scripture, it says that believers should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. He continued to add that believers needed to get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. All right. So what I was thinking was that we just we have got to listen. You know, what I mean, we got to listen before we speak. Uh, we must not get so angry with one another, you know, for that is not what God desires. And um, it's not righteous and it doesn't represent Christ like behavior. So we have to get rid of all the negativity, hatred and evil that is so prevalent in today's world. A person might ask, how can we do such a thing, Coach Deal? What will it take? 
I heard somebody say something the other day, you know, about the media telling people to not believe in a God, to, you know, to help us through any situation. Don't, you know, don't call on the higher being and all that. Don't look people out of the situation. I almost lost my mind. You know what I'm saying? I almost lost my mind when I heard that. And, uh, you know, it took everything out of me not to just, you know, throw my remote at the TV, right? But anyways, so the word has been planted in a lot of us. And uh, I said throw remote at the TV. I'm tripping. But anyways, look, I said the word has been planted in a lot of us in this world. And if we never use our gifts of sharing with one another, then we will continue to be broken as a nation. Okay? The word of God can save your life. And like I've told you time and time again, man, it has saved mine, okay? And I know a lot of people who life has been saved and been changed just by them, you know, applying the word to their life, man, the word of God, saving their life and making a big change in their life. So when you humbly accept the word that is planted in you, there's a moment of clarity that brings you to wanting to be saved and build their relationship with Christ. And in the midst of all that, let's make sure that we aren't deceiving ourselves, deceiving others. You know, and when the word is being planted in us, we want to make sure that we definitely don't deceive ourselves. Okay, so we can't merely listen to the word. We have to actually do what the word says. Okay, so that's what led me to say that we just, you know, we just need to get rid of all the filth, evilness, hatred and all negativity to properly receive God's word. And when it says be quick to listen and slow to speak, that hit different, man. You know, you know, that hit different when you actually think about the many times you spoke too soon and may have never gotten the chance to hear what someone was really trying to say. You, a lot of us, we do that. You speak too soon. You cut people off. You don't allow them to say what they really are trying to say. You don't let them get their thoughts together because you already think you know what they're trying to say. And you're not actively listening and you're not quick to listen. You're more quick to speak to anything you should be slow to speak you know what i mean and slow to anger but like i said you may have never gotten a chance to hear what someone was really trying to say and we are in some angry times right now and that really correlates and really goes with what i'm talking about right now it's like i get it people are angry you know people are angry because of many reasons but think about the reasons you've been angry think about the times you've been angry what justifies someone being angry being angry tends to hold the reins to a, a non-believer's life. Now, while a believer's, you know, they will have their, you know, their moments. But as believers, we may get angry, but we know that anger, you know, doesn't produce righteousness. So we will do what the Bible tells us to do when we get angry. And so non-believers, until they, you know, until they open the Bible, they won't know. They won't have an idea of what they should do. When they get angry, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's been times where we as believers, we will say, I'm going to pray for you. And it could be in a playful way, you know, or even a serious manner. You know what I mean? But if you have a person then ask you, why are you going to pray for me? Then that should tell you all that you need to know about what your next move should be. I like to think about all the phrases that are used within the communities, you know, but the one that gets me. You know, it's when people always say, you need Jesus. You know, you need Jesus. Just think about it. I'm saying, oh, boy, you need Jesus. You know, oh, girl, you need Jesus. Something like that. You know, it's, you know, as most people use it, it's, um, you know, it's in a comical way. 
But 50% of what people say as a joke is really what they mean or feel. And I know we all heard that before, and I believe that's real. You know what I mean? And so that's just my, my, my opinion. So, you know, you don't have to agree with me on that. But I'm just saying, like, I would have to agree that we all need Jesus, and that's who we should lean on when we feel that we are quick to get angry or speak before we listen. Now, humility is necessary in hearing and obeying God's word. If you get a chance, go back and listen to episode 8, where I was talking about finding joy and humility. It was in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 through 4, where it said, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. That all ties into what the word is saying when it says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That is what God desires. That's what he wants from us all. I know it's easy to show people how, you know, how tough you are and how you won't allow them to disrespect you in any way. I know it's also easy to retaliate when someone has wronged you or show that they are angry with you. But me, honestly, man, I challenge you. You know what I mean? I want you to challenge yourself to not be polluted by the situations of the world and try to listen to the other person and respect them even even when it seems too hard to. You know, I, I struggle with that a lot. And like I say, it's funny that I catch myself, uh, you know, asking you to do these things. And, you know, at some point in my life, I had to ask myself to do these things. And once I figured out how to do these things, it made a lot more sense for me to try to let you know that if I can do it, you can do it. OK, because I'm like one of the most petty people in the world. Uh, I mean, for real, I, I'm very petty, guys, and I really want to work on that. And, you know. Seriously, I am working on that, and, um, you know, I just want to make sure that you all know that you can work on yourselves and work within yourselves, you know, and you can do it quietly. You don't have to be out all in the open. Just make sure you work on yourselves. That's the best way to do it, work yourself quietly, and, uh, you know, then eventually if you see somebody else, because that's what God desires, right? You see somebody else struggling, you know, lend a helping hand, you know, any kind of way you can. So, anyways, I spoke about having a time of reflection you know, in your life and why why it's important. You know, I always talk about reflection and I think it's good to reflect. But we all have habits and we all have desires. And I want us to have godly habits and desire God, not worldly things. So we must follow Christ in obedience and receive his word. So when we see our reflection, we see him. Now, in verses 23 and 24, it stated that anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Now, how you forget what you look like? That's why I kept thinking. How you forget what you look like? You know what I mean? So let's just not be those people. Let's not be let's not be those people who forget what they look like when they, you know, leave the mirror. It's like, you know, later in the scripture it talks about whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it they will be blessed in what they do once again that is why we must be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to anger along with applying the word to our lives so even with all of the division going on in the world right now i want us to focus on how we can do some self-reflection and see how we can become more understanding of others beliefs and opinions let's not let these tough times take us away from doing what God desires. Let's not deceive ourselves and let's not be polluted by the world. 
I want us all to ask God to bring about his desired transformation in our lives. We need to do better as a human race and as a nation. So, you know, I always leave you guys with, with a couple of questions or a few questions that I want you guys to kind of, you know, answer amongst yourselves, you know, at home with your family or whatever. Uh, you know, even if it's just you, you know, just write it down in a, in a notebook or something. And um, if you feel like getting back to me, get back to me. If not, like I said, this is your chance to reflect and learn more about yourself. Okay, so how many of you are not doing what you know God's word calls you to do? That's the first question. And then I'm going to ask, why is there a reluctance to obey? Why is there a struggle for you to obey? Like, why why, why can't we just obey? Because I'm not going to just say you. I'm going to say myself as well. Why can't we just obey? You know, and I'm learning daily how to, you know, fight all these battles and continue to, you know, pray about them. But I want to ask you those two questions. Write them down. Make sure that you answer them. Make sure that you, you know, come to grips with who you are and understand how this reflection will be, you know, very pivotal, just like this election that's going on right now. It'd be very, very pivotal for you guys to really pay attention and, you know, be alert, you know what I mean, and, and be ready to, uh, you know, take action and be ready to, you know, get their prayers going. You know, we're going to need our prayer warriors and um, we're going to need everybody to come together as a nation, man. So once again, I hope this message has helped someone today and i hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member don't hesitate to reach out to me you know any of the social media platforms uh don't be afraid to just reach out to me period you know what i mean if you got my number hit me up if you don't like i said man we can we can collaborate we can talk we can get together and you know we can have anything that you feel that you may need help with that's what i'm here for and uh, i just want to keep helping build each other up and be a relationship with Jesus Christ. All right. So um, thank you for tuning in FWP game. And uh, I love you. God loves you. And that's fikes. Peace. Yeah.